Hello, friends! It is 6 o'clock on Sunday, and you know what that means. It is office hours with me, and for the first time ever, Jason Moody is our first special guest on office hours. First special guest? It's a, you're my first special guest. The first you're special the guest. first. That's great. He's the first. Um, <laughs> so, we are going to do the thing where we retweet this stuff real fast um, while we're talking to you, but today we are talking about all things headshots. Okay, so that means to me, hold on while I'm sharing this now. <laughs> I know this is so sad. Um, live. Yeah, but we got to be we got to get live everywhere. We do. We've got to um, we've got to spread the love. Office hours. Live with Jason Moody. There we go. Post. There we go. Wait, All right, I have friends. To go to your page? You have to go to my yeah. Did you find it? That one. Oh, okay. well, yeah, you got we are, it. We're killing we are, it so far. We're in so it. A minute and ten in and we're in it. Okay, so today we are talking about all things headshots. Um, a lot of the work that I do with private clients and of course in the casting room, um, I get so many questions about headshots how, who you should be going to see, how to pick a photographer, what is needed in a headshot, um, what, what you should be wearing, the difference between a headshot for TV and film and theater and how that line is kind of blurring now and what that really means. Do I need to show my whole body? Do I just need to show my face? I get so many questions about this topic that I finally was just like, can we talk to an expert on this topic, please? And our expert is the Mr. Jason Moody, who, if you don't know who he is, you absolutely should. You should go stalk him on the internet. You can, because I've linked all of the things. <laughs> he is not only an incredible photographer. Again, Jason Moody photo is linked here, and you can go see it. Um, he is also a wonderful actor and an incredible food blogger, Moody Foodie Adventures, which you should go find on the Instas and all the socials. He basically created egg porn, if you know what that is, where you like pop the yolk and it's like, Mwah. Um, he's pretty grand. He's also a great <laughs> human and he's here to answer all of your questions today. So as we uh, start getting questions rolling in, which usually tends to happen about five minutes into the program, um, we are going to kind of start, I'm going to kind of shoot it over to Jason yeah. and say the following. How would you start the process if you're at a place where you know you need to get new headshots or someone has told you you need to get new headshots, you've had a coaching with me, and I say you need to get new headshots, how do you start the process of looking for a photographer and, and what goes into that from your perspective? What would be helpful? Uh, I definitely think like a great place to start and where I usually start if I'm getting new headshots for myself um, is the reproductions website. Great. They have a whole section of the website um, that in you know like the upper right hand corner says uh, photographer or choose a photographer or something like that and then you can choose between east or west coast and then it has all of these links with banners to different photographers and that's a really great resource because most of the photographers in New York have a banner up there uh, and from that you can be linked straight to their websites to every single one you can look at and some, some of the photographers have their rates online. Sometimes you have to email them to get their right, rates. Right. But you're able to look at their portfolios online. So that's the first thing that I would suggest doing. I would, you know, whittle down like a short list of photographers that you want to work with or that you like their photography, reach out to them, and start the conversation that way. Great. And so here's the thing that I know always happens, and um, I know this because I talk to people about this all the time where they're like, oh, my friend has this business, or like, oh, this person was recommended to me, or do you have a list of people that you like? And I, of course, have a list of people that I have relationships with, or I like their photography, mm -hmm. but it's such a personal thing. Like, I, yeah. a headshot is a personal expression of who you are, how you see the world, what you're trying to sell when you walk into a room. So how do you, like, the reproductions list is long. It, it truly is. It is a big-ass yeah. list of people. Yeah. Um, how would you recommend, like, looking at that list, how would you break down... Who, who is attractive to you as a photographer? What looks are happening right now? How do you know like what's trending in terms of the aesthetic of a photo? Um, you know, right now we're going through, I, I think, you know, we're coming out of this trend of bright, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Enthusiastic, 
bright colored backgrounds or outdoors. You like, mean like the Kate Lumpkin lifestyle? Yes, like the Kate Lumpkin lifestyle. <laughs> Great. Um, but I think we're going into... We're moving away from it, friends. I think we are. I think, yeah, I think the are. business is moving into more of a, you know, sitting in a studio, uh, neutrals, so that we just see you. Yep, I um, agree. I, and getting, you know, maybe not blowing out the face so much with the light and getting a little bit more of a shadow on your face so that we actually look like maybe what we would look like if we walked into an audition room that has overhead fluorescent lighting. What are you um, talking about? Our audition rooms are have the most beautiful lighting, what? the most flattering lighting. Well, yeah, in the I mean, city. if you're like at like Ripley Greer or something, and you've got the windows on on like Eighth Avenue, uh, sure. Huh? But most of the time, those windows are on on your left side and not like oh, straight I'm onto you. I'm never more attractive than I am <laughs> when I sit behind the table in that room. I'm like, oh, um, the lighting. <laughs> but I mean, I'm attracted like as as an actor, I'm attracted to a a photographer that. I can see someone's personality, that they've, they've captured someone's personality, yeah. and that there's not all these tricks and gimmicks and stuff that are, are b trying to cover up something. Um, yeah. So I think on, on reproductions, you definitely can see some, some you know, photographers that are doing that, and some photographers that you know, maybe still have their old style that they're using, and that's great. You know, for me, I would say go on there and look, and whatever you're attracted to, whatever your eye is attracted to, that's what's going to work for you because you're going to end up wanting something that looks like that. And I also will say, I do think we, um, I'm seeing a lot of a trend that I really like when I'm like going through my big pile of headshots at the end of a, an open call day. The shots that I'm really attracted to actually aren't outside anymore. Um, yeah. For the last like five years, I would say we've seen a lot of outdoor photography, which I love as a human. I love looking at in blogs and all of that. Oh, kind of, I take that kind of photo. Um, but I am always drawn to the in-studio, like you're talking about, almost mm. a darker shot um, that is, like you said, something very simple and pretty and expressive yeah. um, and shows more of who you are than like, look at me in, in Hamilton Heights standing on the corner. Yeah, it's, it's, trying, to, it's like trying to show like how, how, what makes you individual. And a lot of you know, the, the poppy, bubblegummy stuff that it, we're moving out of right. didn't really, it made you like fit in to the crowd. Which I guess I also think the business is kind of moving away. That's from what that. I was gonna say. We're not casting those shows anymore. Right. That's the other exactly. truth. Like, we're not in a world where hairspray is the biggest hit on Broadway right now. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing this trend towards even the kind of poppy bubblegum musicals that we're seeing are things like Dear Evan Hansen, which are covering topics that are in no way, people. shape, or form yeah. like. Mwah! And they need real people. They need real people, and we're seeing you know Come From Away is another show that's about mm -hmm. real people. Um, and even I think that goes across all kinds of entertainment because oh, even in cruise ships which I do a lot of casting for you guys know this um, we're looking for real people who know who they are and know how to express themselves mm -hmm. um, and I think you're right that's exactly the kind of look you should be looking for if if that is what you gravitate towards yeah there are some people I think I think I think certain you know not to name any photographers but there are certain photographers that are really great at you know a great commercial headshot Yes. Or a great, uh, if you are someone that only sees themselves in the chorus of a musical, like there, I'm, I'm not going to be probably that photographer for you. No. Because my style is different than the next person. Um, but that's another thing. I think you know. I think what maybe you're trying to get at with your question was that you need to know. You need to know who you are, mm -hmm. and then based on that, choose a photographer who does that look really well. Well, and it also depends on what kind of thing you are trying to get shot. Because I think exactly. if you're also trying to do stuff that's like for a website that is highly stylized and not necessarily the headshot that you're going to walk into the room with, mm -hmm. you're also looking for a different kind of photographer than just a yeah. headshot photographer at that point. No, and the, not just. But. Well, right. But in the person that might take a really great headshot might not be the person that will take great lifestyle shots outside. Yeah. So it's great. it would be great if you could find someone to do both of that. But then... If you can't, maybe you have to use two photographers to get all your shots done, and you need to figure out your budget that way, and that decides who you shoot. You know, headshots with this person who charges, you know, four hundred dollars, and someone that does more better lifestyle for four hundred dollars, and so you're actually getting a package for eight hundred. You know, that's. Look at him doing I, math on the fly too. I'm mostly <laughs> impressed with your addition. I think <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 four hundred. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, but I mean, that, it's true. Like, I'm going to be, as a photographer, I'm going to be really good at certain things that other people aren't. Yeah. And it's my craft to start to, to learn those things and to, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Tran uh, transition as the business transition. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, we, art is constantly evolving. Which is also and why you have to get new headshots. Ah, yes. <laughs> this is the other thing is, it's yeah. not enough, just lots of people come to me and I, I say, I think you need to get a new shot. And they say, but I look great in the shot. And I look the same in the shot. I still look like I look in this shot. And my response to them is, but the industry doesn't still look like, like you that. look in this shot. Yeah. And so, you know, it's an investment and it's definitely something that is worth a good investment. Mm -hmm. um, even, oh, I was, well, I was going to jump in yeah. and say, even if, let's say you've been in a Broadway show for five years or you've been jumping from Broadway show to Broadway show for the past five rough years. Life. Rough life. Rough life. Really rough <laughs> Get life. Get your Broadway contracts. But if you haven't gotten a new headshot in those five years, just because you're in those Broadway shows doesn't mean that you don't need a new headshot. Right. And it, oh, shh. I'm talking on my phone now. Um, and also, if you um, are in a Broadway show and you have a headshot from five years ago and you're continuing to audition, you know, we on this side of the table know about what's happening on your resume, know yeah, the know other you. things you've been doing, know the things. And it's odd when you come in and you have this shot from five years ago and we're like, this girl, who, who is this woman? Like, yeah. who is she anymore? And why do you not think that you've changed enough to, like, warrant investing in your own career and your own yeah. sense of self? So I just want to remind anyone out there who's watching, if you have any questions about anything, really, I mean, I'm also here to do office hours if you have questions that don't pertain to headshots, but we are doing this for you. Um, I know a lot of people have a lot of questions about a lot of things pertaining to what happens during a shoot, what we're looking for in terms of headshots, how best to do these things. So if you have any questions, please feel free to write them in, or if there are questions that you don't want someone to know you're asking, please feel free to send me a private message, and I will, of course, check it, and we will get to it. Yeah. Um, we're going to continue the conversation, though, and I want to talk about, okay, so you've picked your headshot photographer. Yeah. You've gone, and you've done your research, and you know who you want to work with, and you've booked your day. Um, actually, even before you've booked your day, talk to me about the conversation that you should be having with your headshot photographer, A, to make sure they're the right person mm -hmm. for you, and B, how to schedule what, like, days you should be picking, you know, sure. how to schedule it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we said it in the beginning, but these, what I'm about to say is truly for coming from me, it's my opinion. Always. This is always coming from our opinion. Salt. Take a group. And also know if this is not resonating with you, you don't have to take our advice. No. But we're here and we're a free resource. So if you yeah. have any questions, we'd love to answer them from our opinion. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, let's say you've chosen the photographer that you want to work with. Before, what I would have done was, and I didn't even, I have never thought to do this as a, as an actor because I feel like I, in a situation, in any situation, I can kind of mold my attitude or my, me to the, to the person that I'm meeting. Like, I can figure out what works for doesn't work. You have a BFA in that, right? Like, Basically. That's, that's um, kind of what acting is. But if you feel the need that you need to, like, call up the photographer or you need to meet mm -hmm. and have coffee with them, they should be willing to do that because... They, you want to make sure that your personalities are gonna, are gonna click. You know, if you get into the if you get into the shoot and you're like, oh, um, I actually don't really click with this person, then the photos aren't gonna turn out good. And, and you've paid hundreds, you've of, paid dollars hundreds of dollars for, for it. shit. So, <laughs> I, I I've had a couple people contact me and say, hey, could we get coffee or can you call me up on the phone? Can you know we just like talk to each other for a, for. 10 minutes to figure out like if we'll work good together and I'm always open for that just because I I want you to feel as comfortable as possible when you get to the shoot because if you're not comfortable then the picture the pictures aren't gonna turn out good and this is something um, we talk about a lot on this show and I talk a lot about with clients is setting yourself up to win exactly. so if you know you're making an investment in yourself for your career you want to make sure that you're clicking with someone mm -hmm. and that you're gonna get the best product possible. Also, they want you to have the best product possible because it's, it's cross-marketing for them. Right. At some point, your biggest compliment is if someone walks into the room and hands their headshot and I go, oh my God, who took this photo? Yeah. Right? So exactly. you want to make sure that you're setting yourself up to win always. Yep. Um, yeah. So from there, let's say you've, you've talked to the photographer, you've found them. 
Um, what I would say to do next is figure out a day that works for you and your schedule. I know we're all busy and we're all doing different things to make money in this city or we have auditions. The hustle is real. It's real. Trust me. It's every day for me. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about this first time. I was like, what was your day like? Ah. And I have been all over the city today. Um, but find a day that works for you. And then make sure that you can plan everything else in advance prior to that day. So let's say that your roots are coming in or you, you know, <laughs> the maybe, gray hairs maybe for me. you chopped your bangs improperly or something. Um, <laughs> this man, maybe I thought I could cut my own bangs. Maybe that was a bad decision. And now I'm dealing with like this. But hey, they look good, don't they? It's, they look really good. It's because they've grown out for six weeks. But don't, well, don't hey, do that before you but sign up. Let's say that that happened. You want to make let's sure. Say, you watched say, a BuzzFeed video. Let's say that that happened. Yeah. You need to make sure that you can get a haircut scheduled or you can get a hair dye scheduled or a blowout schedule, whatever you need to get done before the day of the shoot. Yes. Schedule the day ahead of time and then schedule those things a week, you know, a couple days before or the, day, the morning of. Let's, we have a lot of people that, you know, we've been doing with our shoots, we've been including makeup in our packages. Who is our? Who do you work with? I work with the lovely makeup artist, Morgan Mabry. Morgan Mabry, who's also commented and has a question for us. Oh, great. Great. We'll get to it in a second, we'll Morgan Mabry. Hi. Um, but, uh, so we've been working together and we include the makeup in the package, but we've always kind of given the hair over to the client themselves because you're going to be doing your hair on a regular basis and we don't want it to look like something that you can't do at home. Right. So a lot of people will schedule blowouts at like dry bar. No branding, sorry. Um, dry bar is great. I would suggest bar that. Is great. Anyways, um, and mm -hmm. then they head to us to get their makeup and then the shoot. Um, so make sure you schedule that stuff because we don't want you coming in on the day of looking like you just got out of bed With or this thing. that you know you cut. If you walk into our studio and you say, "So I got a really bad haircut the other day," and I'm like, "Okay, well you just you you just like sabotage yourself." So. I mean, that's what I would say, you know, schedule the day and make sure that you can schedule everything prior to that day, including going shopping. You don't want to be doing that the night before. And the other truth is, if you've gotten a new haircut, which a lot of people, I work with a lot of clients and I say, honestly, the thing that's holding you back is you need a better haircut. Yeah. And, and that's a reality. So if you're getting a new haircut, the other truth is, I, I know once you've done that, you need to schedule a headshot shoot because when you walk into a room, you absolutely need to look like the hair that you have. Okay. However, I would make sure that you give yourself at least a week to get yes. used to your hair so you feel confident with it and you know how to style it, you know how you're best going to style it because there's nothing worse than getting like a fierce new haircut that's going to help you get jobs but then not knowing how to, what angles it looks best with, what how to use it in the space. Yeah. So that's Especially just... with guys, I will say. Okay. Guys, I mean... I don't even guy, know. I'm not a guy. I hate the way my hair looks the day that it gets cut and it doesn't look good for me until about a week after the cut. Great. So that's what I would suggest. Give yourself a week, dudes. Yeah. Cut that hair off. <laughs> My husband got a haircut today. Do you want to answer some questions? Yeah, of course. Okay, so this one says, Allie says, do you use 8x10 photos? I'm getting very close. Hi, friends. Um, do you use 8x10 photos or just format it onto 8x10 paper with space on the side? Um, do you use 8x10 photos? So the photo paper will be 8x10. My, the photo itself is not in the 8x10 format. It's a, it's a little uh, wider, and, or it's a little taller and less wide. I, uh, those aren't the right words. It's taller but and it's less It's taller, wide. but this way. It's more compact within the 8x10 piece. Exactly, yes. yes. Usually it's set into the 8x10 piece and then it has your name on it. Or some people like to have the full 8x10 and then their name is like embossed on top of it. Um, that's really dependent. I mean, headshot standard is 8x10. Yes. And if you walk into an audition with an eight and a half by 11 headshot resume, it's going to stick out of the pile and more than likely that I can't attest. Nothing not in the world. Casting. This sounds so, this sounds so specific, but go with me here. There are days when I leave a building and I have 300 plus headshots that I'm shoving into a tote bag because I want to keep them and I want to, to have them in folders and all the things. So when I'm doing that, if you have paper on the outside of your headshot, which should be 8x10, um, 
it gets caught up, it gets frustrating, and that is just one very frustrating thing for me at the end of the day. Um, it also just shows that you're not, in my opinion, it shows that you're not taking the time to actually do the work. Oh, look at you with this light behind you. <laughs> I love it. There, there he is. Um, the, it shows that you're not doing the work for me in terms of um, making things clean and neat and, and professional. It's, yeah. it's not that hard to kind of crop. It's not yet. <laughs> the resume. Because most places have scissors. And lots of places now, you can actually get stuff where you can print your resume directly onto the back yeah. of your headshot. Mm -hmm. That's an option. Um, and if that's something that interests you and you can print each one, especially then you can update without having to print a thousand resumes and all of that. Well, that, uh, and as we're talking about printing, I, would, I don't like to print more than 25 headshots at a time. Okay. Only because, what if you get a new headshot and you have a hundred headshots of the old one sitting around? Can I tell you a story? What? When I used to be an actor way back in the day, um, I was moving from my Upper West Side apartment okay. and an entire box of headshots just like flew on the street <gasps> on 76 between Columbus and Central Park West. It was just like Catherine Lumpkin. She was Catherine Lumpkin back in the day, friends. That's my equity name. All across South. And I just got in the moving car and walked away. And did you get any phone calls? No, because my resume wasn't on the back. Damn. Just my face. But don't don't be me. <laughs> don't have a, you know a hundred and fifty headshots that I didn't. I wasn't even going to use anymore. I was moving yeah. because I wasn't even going to be an actor, and they were just there and wasted money. Oh, Absolutely. I have headshots from years ago that are sitting in my apartment that I'm not going to. I bet use. they're really cute though. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They were. Sure. Mine were Chris Mackey shots, and they were they were pretty oh, lovely actually. Mackey, he's yeah. great. He's a wonderful. He's I a do. wonder. Um. We have more questions. Let's get to them. We've missed this one, and I can't, there we go. Um, Morgan, hey girl. Hey girl. Um, for a specific role, say it's vampy or sexy, I'm already in. Do you think having additional shots, aside from the clean, natural headshot, is a good thing to pull out? For example, a headshot with a more glam look, with more makeup than your go-to headshot, or do you prefer to see a clean shot regardless of the role or show? Here's, can I? You take that one, because that's more for you. That is more for me. Um, you know, I, I personally think you should definitely have at least two headshots that um, show multiple sides of kind of who you are. However, you've heard me talk a lot about this, friends, in that who you are um, can be applied to lots of different work. So I am a person who is very sensual, but that doesn't mean that I always have to show it. Um, but it is a part of who I am, and I like to think that it kind of comes out no matter what. Whether I'm wearing like a bold red lip or whether I have like this sensible nude lip right now. It, that isn't what shows the difference to me. So what I really think is important is that when you leave an audition room, no matter what the text is, no matter what the part is, that the picture sitting in front of me, the CD, is something that I can remember is an energy, is a feel of the human that I spoke with after we did the sides. Right, so you've done your sides, you've sung your song, and I look at you and I'm like, how's your day? Let's have a conversation about this. What do you think about the show, blah, blah, blah. That person that I'm talking to right then is who I need in my headshot because that's the person that's getting the contract, that's the person that's signing the contract. So for me, it's less important to have like your Carmen Miranda shot um, if you're going in for someone sexy uh, than it is to have a shot that really looks like the human who I have a personal interaction with after they've done the sides. That is my opinion. However, I think that is pretty standard. If you're going in, let's say for cabaret, for one of the Kit Kat girls, and your headshot is literally like with like a buttoned up collar like this, and you are wearing pearls, if you have another shot that's maybe you in a tank top instead, absolutely, maybe I would bring that shot in yeah. for that. But I would much rather have a clean, lovely shot of who you are as a human so that when you exit that space and I have all of your pictures kind of in front of me, mm -hmm. I know like I'm hiring Jason. This is what Jason looks like when Jason is in a wig and Jason has no glasses and whatever. I also know what he's going to look like, but does that make sense? Oh, I, that's great information for me as a photographer. Great. Yeah. Look, we're all learning today. Yeah. Um, does that make sense, Morgan? If you have any follow-up questions on that, let me know. Um, I just think people have this idea in auditioning that they are always playing a part mm -hmm. and really the part starts when you start reading the text. Yeah. You should come in being who you are um, and what you can bring to the role but I have to know as well like who you're, hi who you're hiring. Well even and you can if you, you can back me up with this if you agree but like as an actor like I want to walk into the room as myself and then I want to play the character as much as myself possible because yes. that's 
why I was called in for it. I must resemble it in some way. Right. So, or we think you can get there. Exactly. Right. Um, so that's why it sounds proper that your headshot should be exactly who you are at the moment when you walk in that room. Yes. And most of the time, right, if you think about when we're making lists and we're putting people in a session, the, the people that we're bringing in to play these like very sexy parts, the people on our list, are naturally probably going to exude Swagger. that and be that. So their headshot is probably already going to live in that world. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I was giving you my swag. I liked it. Like sexy pirate look over there. Like, mmm. Yeah. Um, so I think it should all kind of fit together. So let me know if that was good, Morgan, if that kind of answered your question. If not, send me a follow-up. Oh, you already did. I love this empowering answer. Yes. I'm glad to hear this response. Great. Good. I'm glad it was empowering. All right. Um, Elliot Maddox. Hey, sweet Elliot Maddox friend. I love you so much. <laughs> um, piggybacking on the pre-shoot. This goes for you. Okay. Thoughts on stylists, makeup artists for the day of the shoot? Um, well, it, you most of the time the photographer will either have a list or, or they only work with one person. I work with my friend Morgan Mabry, um, and if she can't do the shoot, I have a backup list of people. Um, Stylist-wise, uh, in my shoots, I have you lay everything out and I look at it and I see what catches my eye and I tell you what I think will look good in a photo and then I usually ask you what do you want to wear because a big thing for me is that I want you to feel comfortable in the clothes that you're going to be wearing in front of the camera and thus I'll say okay what out of what I just said that's going to work on camera what do you love the most? Yes. Also and I don't know if people do this on purpose or anything like that but most of the time People like to dress up and, and kind of like, you know, look good to walk into the studio before the shoot. And most of the time I'll go, do you want to shoot in what you have on right now that you walked in? In because most of the time it's something that you felt like putting on this morning. It's and something it's you. that you felt great in exactly. and you decided to wear down the street. Um, but kind of on that same subject, if you need help, you know, uh, putting an outfit together or figuring out what's going to work best for your character type, um, that's a big, that's a big thing that as a photographer, I see a lot of people come in and they say that they're an ingenue, but they brought the clothes for like, uh, 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 a woodsman. Sidekick. I don't know. Yeah. A so, woodsman? No, it's like going far. It's going really far. I love far. it. I'm like an ingenue, but like I'm also a lumberjack, so but, can we? But right. But like if you're an ingenue or you're like a leading man, like doesn't, most of the time you're not going to want to bring in a maroon color shirt. You're going to want something that's you know, light and airy. So if you don't own something like that, but you're telling me that you're an ingenue, then you should go to the store and find something that you like that does fit that. Um, and those things, when we talk about going to the store, I know you're already making an investment in the headshots, right? And so money is not always an option. Headshot outfits don't have to be over the top. Some of the best headshots I have seen, even recently, with this kind of look we're talking about, of this more muted, mm -hmm. um, more focused, more in-studio, warm kind of look, um, are with t-shirts and tank tops and like a light sweater. These things like you can get at H&M at Forever 21. American Apparel is going out of business. American Apparel is going out of business. So stock up on your headshot wear for the next 10 years. Um, they're also dropping phones. Phone They're also probably things you already own. In fact, what I always say is if it's not something you already own, why the hell are you bringing it to the shoot? You know what you like to wear. Yeah. You know what your style is. And you know that the things in your closet are the things that you are then going to bring into the audition room. So you shouldn't have to spend a lot of money if your style matches what you are presenting in the room. And P.S., it should. Yeah. If your style doesn't match what you're bringing into the room, then you need to reevaluate and you need to do some work on that. And the only thing that I'll add to that is that if it's something that you've had in your closet for over, I want to say two or three years, then maybe you want to go get a new updated version of it just yes. for the shoot, which then you can return. Like you don't have to keep it unless you want it. But what? This is the secret of all things in this industry. I say this a lot about like if it's been in your book, if you auditioned for college with this song, take it out of your book. Yeah. If you just graduated from college and you have stuff from your showcase in your book, take it out of your book. It's the same with, with clothes for your headshots. If it's yeah. something you've been wearing for five years, 
take it out of your rep. Like it's time to update. You can you wear are a new human now. You can wear it on a daily basis. Right. Probably not the best thing to bring to the head shop. But if it's like a green t-shirt and you love that green t-shirt, go to a store, go to H&M, wherever, and find a green t-shirt that's close to the same. And it'll work for you. Um, find a, a third date look. So to finish answering that question for you, Elliot, um, if you don't feel like you have the, the means to create outfits for yourself or what would work well with you, I, as a photographer, am willing to get on a FaceTime or to call you and figure it out. I also have an Urban Outfitters right across the street from where I am, so we could even, like, go shopping, you know. Um. Shopping day! <laughs> Only if there's, like, a montage with, like, music in the background, like, 80s music pumping. Of course. It's like a shopping montage. Yeah, always 80s music. Every bit of life should have a montage. So, yeah, but the photographer should be willing, usually ha is the stylist themselves, or they'll have someone on hand already, but they should be willing to talk to you about that. And if they're not, then maybe they're not the right photographer for you. And there are also people who are um, coaches who can help with styling. There are uh, lots of people who can help you with that kind of stuff. Yeah. If your photographer is not willing to do that or doesn't have the time to do that and exactly. you're like, this is my person, um, there are plenty of people in this industry who are stylists who can also help you not just with your headshot shoot but with your whole life. Yep. And for your opening night looks, fierce. Get your contract in your opening night. Yeah. All right, so we have a question from Connor. Can we talk about backgrounds before I forget to ask? My headshots have some greenery in the background because I got them done before the city. Um, I got a haircut and need new shots ASAP. Well, hey, Connor, you should reach out to sweet Jason Mooney. He takes beautiful headshots. Um, let's talk about backgrounds. Um, I, as a photographer slash actor, am not a big fan of crazy backgrounds. Um, I don't really like, you know, brick is kind of... Brick can work, but brick is kind of out, and, um... Brick is really out. Yeah. Um, outdoor, the only thing that outdoor, out, <laughs> the only thing that outdoors can really help is to, um, enhance the feeling or vibe that you're going for, in my opinion. Um, let's say, you know, I took a headshots four years ago, and I was trying to be this, like, rough and tumble character that I was being seen for in auditions, but I didn't really, really think that it was me, but I wanted to have a headshot that kind of expressed that. Sure. So I put on a jean jacket, we went outside by like a chain link fence, and that worked for the shot, even if I didn't really, that wasn't my character type, but it worked for the shot. I love you in a jean jacket. No, le did I say jean? You said jean jacket. I meant leather jacket. <laughs> I was like, you in a jean jacket, uh, so I, badass. <laughs> I wish I had a jean jacket. Uh, <laughs> that's yes. my next purchase. Yes. Um, but, uh, Personally, now I really love a clean background, and it can yes. and it can be any color of the rainbow. Um, but I love something that's neutral. I love something that's not going to take away from your personality, uh, so that we can let you shine it um, the most. Um, a lot of the photos that I shoot, I love to do use this like really dark gray background mm -hmm. that just like lets you pop. Let's the actor pop, and we really just see a a a, a real person sitting in front of the camera. Um, and then other times, you know, someone that comes in and says, "I only do musical theater. I'm looking for a great musical theater shot, or I'm looking for a, my commercial agent needs a new shot for that." Yep. And I'm like, "Great. Then let me." Um, what I do is I'll shoot on a lighter background, and then I'll change it in post so that I can change it to whatever color I want to change it to. Um, so on like my website, you'll see there's sometimes there's like bright p purple or bright pink or green or whatever. Um, so we're able, and you can talk to me as the actor, whoever's getting the shoot done, and you can say, I really think that this would look good with a yellow background, or I really think this would look good with a purple background. And I'll be like, great, let's do it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all about the plain color background right now. Um, but not something that's so like bright that it takes away from you. Um, Can I step in for one thing? Mm -hmm. I also know for a lot of people who watch this show, you guys are new to, new, to, <laughs> le, 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 new to New York. You guys have just graduated from school. A lot of schools are doing these things now where they do these kind of headshot packages where a photographer will come in and take shots of the senior for their mm -hmm. showcase. Um, they'll take shots of the whole senior class. And one thing that I've noticed a lot of them do is they make sure that the backgrounds of those headshots are all the same color so that then when they're put together, um, the marketing all looks similar. Oh, but not always, in my opinion, does that background color work for every person. So just remember, if that's something that happened to you, at some point, somewhere along the line, you or the photographer has, has the digital record of that original shot. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm assuming if someone reached out to you, for example, if that mm-hmm. were a thing and said, I'd like to pay you to mm-hmm. change the color of my background, yeah. that's something that a photographer would do for you. Um, or at least you could ask them. So if you feel like that's something that happened to you and you have these shots with this like weird yellowy green background because it worked for somebody and so everybody got it, um, you are empowered mm-hmm. to change because we live in this digital age where mm-hmm. you can do that with um, the click the, of a button. Yeah, and the, to add on to that, like in editing sense, like everything in a shot can be edited except for the intention in your eyes. Ooh! That's the only thing that cannot be edited I took a necklace off someone once. Like yeah. I took the necklace off them, and I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Um, you used that magic wand tool, the, the lasso tool. The la- I used everything. Um, <laughs> I used every tool. Um, but that's so. Yeah, if you feel like you have a shot, you have a great shot that you love, but you just don't like the background, then you can contact either. I would say contact your photographer first to see how much they charge to edit it or change it. Yeah. And if they charge too much or you don't want to pay that, then there are other people that will do it for cheaper. Or maybe you have a friend that will do it for free, but just make sure that like, looks it looks good. Because lots of times we can tell when you've not hired someone. This is another thing. Yeah. When you have not either worked with a photographer or worked with the person that the photographer references you to um, to get the Photoshop moment of your photo done, I have seen some really, really, really Jack. There we are! Great. Come back, Jack. We come back, Jack. 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 <laughs> um, I've seen some really bad Photoshop jobs. Yeah. Um, and I will also say I have seen some really bad Photoshop jobs from some really great photographers. You are empowered as the person paying for the product. If you see that your proof comes back and you're like, I look like a Barbie doll, mm-hmm. and it's not what you want, you have every right to write the person who you are paying for a service to say, this kind of looks too fake to me. Or you have a right to say, like, this looks too natural, girl. Like, I would <laughs> I would like to look a little more plastic. Yes. You are in impa- I would imagine. Oh, totally. Like, I, I have yet to have someone reach out back to me and say, hey, I didn't, I didn't like the way you corrected my under eye or something like that. But I almost kind of wish that someone would just so that I... I, knew they like, were actually looking at it? Well, not that, but just like, knew, like was like, okay, maybe I need to rethink how I did that. So I, I teach myself a different way to do it. Um, but yeah, you have every right to, once you get the final edits from your photographer, um, also make sure that you actually go f- through with getting the final edits because most of the time the unedited photos are great, but they'll be so much better when they get edited. Um, but make sure that if they don't look right or you don't like something that they did to it, you have every right to email them back and be like, hey, can you please fix this? Because you're paying for a service. At the end of the day, this is, you know, it's really, really, really important that you get it right. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to be with you for at least, at the least six months to a year, if not more. And the photographer wants to make sure you feel confident. I mean, that's part of their job. Well, it's our product. And we want to get it, if we're getting it out there, we want to make sure that it it looks good and and you love it. Because then you're going to help spread the word for us, so. So that's another thing I would imagine on the day of the shoot too. How do you deal with people? And I know this varies from photographer to photographer, but you specifically, mm-hmm. people who want to like look mm-hmm. at their shots as they're being mm-hmm. taken. I feel mm-hmm. like this is a very important question and a lot of people have a lot of different opinions, but what's your stance on it? I used to be the photographer that wanted to show the, the client while we're shooting so that they were they knew that we were getting great shots or that they we knew or they knew that we were going that they were going to have something to choose from once we finished yeah now most of the people that I've shot with from the actor standpoint didn't show me those photos and I always wondered why so as of recent I started like thinking in my shoots I started being like okay maybe I won't show and we'll see what happens well I've had a couple of clients that you show the photos to them and then all of a sudden they shut down they shut down because they are looking at every little problem with them in the photo. And most of the time, they're like, it doesn't have anything to do with you, Jason. It's me. It's me. And I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to show you any more photos. We're just going to keep shooting. You're going to keep listening to this Beyonce playing in the background. Yes. And we're going to get great shots. Because showing you an unedited photo on my camera, and I've learned this over the years as a photographer, it's never going to look the same on my camera as it will on a computer as it will when it's edited. So 
And you're taking Don't. hundreds of frames. Oh, and the one so that many. you show. The one that I show could be something that I love, but that you don't. Right. So uh, that's it. Don't be, I would say that if you've chosen a great photographer and you love their photography, just know and just know deep down in your heart, whether they show you the photos or not during the shoot, that you're going to have some great options. That's all I And do your homework beforehand. Like, yeah. you need to know what angles your face looks, what angles you like of your face, so mm -hmm. that you're doing that work when you get there. Yeah. So that you can really trust, like, oh, no, I know I look best here. I know I like to be. And then you can trust that the product that they're doing yeah. is also better because you've done your homework. We talk about this a lot. It's up to you to get the product that you want. Yeah. A camera is not a magical box. Mm -hmm. All it does is capture. Capture? Capture. Capture what you're providing and what the artist's eye yeah. wants to show. I mean, I know I'm not the only one that, like, stares at themselves in the bathroom mirror and, like, just, like, moves do their it. face do around. Do it. Give, give some good face. But really, that's a, I tell a lot of people. I say, stand in front of the mirror for ten minutes. Yes. Go from making What no did Tyra teach us? Smizing. Smize. Um, go from, like, no smile to the biggest smile, but in the tiniest increments, and see at what point do you like the way your face looks. And from there, figure out what it feels like so that when you're in front of the camera, you can just go straight there. Now, at the same time, you should be thinking about, like, different scenarios going on in, in, your, in your life that have happened, like you're at a bar. And you're, you're at the bar, and you see someone across the way, and you're like, ooh, they're cute. Like, hey give boy. me that face. Give like, me your that's hey a, boy face. Yeah, hey, hey boy. boy. Face. Give me that <laughs> hey boy face. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give I'm gonna no, use that No, just me. Like, no, I'm hey going to use that now. But like those type of things, like, yeah, you need to spend that time getting to know yourself, getting to know your face, so that when you get the photos back and you're like, oh, my God, why does my right eye look so much smaller than my left eye? Well... The photographer should have said something, but that's because maybe that's just how who you are. It's your face. It's your face. My I, one of my eyes definitely closes more than the other. So mine too. Um, we have other questions. Like, let's go back I feel like to them. We need to get to all sorry, of them. sorry. Ian says sometimes I see headshots and the cropping gets really artistic. Um, if you if you know what I mean, yeah, we know what you mean, boy. Um, thoughts on how much of the face and body should be shown? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I'm a big believer that. I like to shoot a little further out so that if I want to crop in, I can. Yeah. Um, and just because I shoot that far out photo doesn't mean you can't say, hey, I would love to crop it. What are your thoughts? And most of the time I'll be like, yeah, we can totally crop it. I'll figure, I'll figure out the best way to crop it. But I think, and you can tell me what you think, I think the, the best you know, framing for a headshot is like, for lack of a better word, tits Nipple. up. Tits up. I was going for nipple. You went for tits. Yeah. I like it. I like um, it. We're but, a family-friendly show. But sometimes, like, an even closer photo is good. But we do want to see, we do want to get a sense of what your body looks like. So I'm just going to lay out some harsh truth right now. I look through a lot of submissions. I'm talking in my, you know, in the scope of my life on a daily basis, I'm looking at hundreds, if not more, submissions of people's faces. And I'm putting together, uh, I, I like to, a lot of the projects I work on, I bring in people that I've either never met before or haven't seen in a while. Um, I like to take a chance on a new actor. Nothing is more disappointing than when what the person's face in the headshot looks like doesn't match the rest of their body. Mm. Um, and I am all for everyone having the most beautiful version of themselves, but also being realistic about what you are right now, what your body looks like. And every body is beautiful, but every show is looking for different things. And so it's very tricky when someone's um, headshot isn't representative of their entire look. And by that, I mean literally H to T, what it is, head to toe, what it is that, you're, um, that you're, you present when you walk into a room. So, you know, for example, if I am casting a show and there's a height requirement of like five, six, and someone submits themselves for it and they're teeny tiny, um, but their shot makes them look like very long and elegant and whatever, I get really frustrated when they submit and they didn't pay attention to the breakdown, which is also something that makes me irate, but their headshot isn't descriptive of that. Or if someone is giving me a very, very, very chiseled face in their headshot, which is great, and then maybe they are not like a super athletic build, which is totally fine. But if I'm looking for a super athletic build, and again, it's specific in the breakdown, and someone submits, and their headshot isn't 
showing me that perhaps they are not a super athletic build, it's a little frustrating because A, it wastes your time, B, it wastes my time, and C, it's not representative of what you really are right now, which is perfect. You are perfect as you are right now, but I need to know how to actually use you. So in that, I do think that if your headshot is very, very, very close and taken from a very high angle and you are giving me like your best face, um, you know, as long as that really represents who you are when you walk into a space, fine. If it doesn't, you are doing a disservice to yourself because you are walking into a room where the immediate thought is, oh, come on, come on, that's so disappointing because I thought it was something that it wasn't. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I also agree from here up shows me a lot of body. And I also think for me, when you're getting a headshot shoot, you are have the right to say, can I get a three quarter shot mm -hmm. as well? Oh, totally. And put that on your website. Put it someplace yeah. that it can be seen. See, that's another thing. I have a lot of people come in and shoot and I say, okay, so we've talked about it, but tell me again, what are you looking for? And I go, I'm looking for a headshot for this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, are, have you looking, are you looking for any editorial type stuff? Are you looking for any website stuff? And I go, oh, I didn't think about that. You have to think about you it. You have to think about those things because you're paying this photographer for two to three hours, two, three, four hours of their, ser of their service. And they're not just, usually they're not just a headshot photographer. Usually they do other forms of photography or they do do full body shots or something like that. And if that's something you want, then you gotta make sure you come in or you say it in the email when you first sign, you know, schedule it with them, say that this is what I'm looking for so that I know ahead of time, okay, I have to get my mind in the right frame set, okay, we're doing headshots, and then I need to figure out an outfit for a full body shot, and then they want to do, you know, And what some lens fashion I need to use? Weather. Yeah, exactly. Those things help me as a photographer in the, the, you know, the week before or the weeks before and in the moment. So, and then they help me as a CD when you have options, especially on something like your website, where I can see your whole body, where I can see all sorts of different things, and what your body is right now, which again, is perfect as it is right now. I'm not telling yeah. you to change a thing. I'm telling you to be honest and represent whatever it is, yeah. so that we can use you well. And I just saw that Morgan commented, and because I, I say this all the time, a big thing for me uh, for headshots is because everyone's like, you need to look your best in your headshot, the best that you'll ever be. I don't think it's true. No. I always say your be your headshot should be your best every day, because that's exactly your your. Some days you're not going to look how you looked on you know the week before because you know something happened in your life or didn't wake up in time. The or A train wasn't like running. The A train wasn't, wasn't wasn't running. So you want your headshot to be that like good middle ground, so that when you walk in, you don't have to worry about anything except for that you've got this great photo. We talk about this a lot with audition fashion and audition looks. It's like you need to have your best third date outfit, which, mm. which is like, you know, it's not your first date. You're not trying to overly impress, but you're also not to that place where you're like, I'm going to be in my sweatpants and eating potato chips on the couch. Maybe you are, honey. Work that third date. You get it. But you know what I'm saying. It needs to look professional um, and like clean and put together, but also not like you're trying too hard. And I yeah. think that's probably a similar rule to what he's saying is like mm -hmm. show up in your best third date outfit where it's casual but put together clean, nice, unless that is totally not your vibe. Maybe you are the grungiest, most disgusting human, and if that's the case, you better show up like that for your headshot shoot. And yeah. that's probably what you'd wear on a third date, too. Probably, yeah. Probably. We should don't be smelly, though. Because I don't want us to lose all this time. Great, okay. If we have Look at him. More. He's like, don't talk about not being smelly. I, well, um, I mean, Alex. <laughs> Alex says, um, I see a major difference between Euro headshots and American shots. With the influx of British actors working in the U.S., do you see photographers and casting directors being influenced by this? Um, I don't really know the difference, um, so I don't know if I can answer that properly right now. Um, Alex, if you're still watching, can you, can you like elaborate on what the difference is between a Euro headshot and an American headshot? Um, one thing I will say that there's like a big difference in between like, especially like things happening in, um, in London and here is audition wear, like what people are wearing mm -hmm. for things. Um, and I can speak on that for one second. Um, and we're seeing a lot of that kind of traveling over. So I'm assuming, like I, I'm also with Jason, I don't necessarily know for sure in terms of photography yeah. what the differences are right now, but I'd love it if you could elaborate, Alex, and we'd love to get back to your question. Um, but I do completely agree, we're seeing a lot of things changing with uh, actors from Europe coming over, so I would, oh, yes, dot, dot, dot. We also missed a question. Did we? What question I did we miss? Oh, Connor, 
Connor asks, oh, she loves her headshots, Jason. Thank you. And she also said, uh, what if I just naturally look better in natural light because I'm pale? <laughs> Me too, girl. <laughs> um, I mean, that... I mean, if you want natural, it's still a little chilly here, and it's just now getting to the point where we could go outside, but um, my studio doesn't allow for natural light, unfortunately, right now. Um, but that's something that I, as a photographer, have spoken about over the past three months, trying to find a space that I can use to do natural light so that we give you the two options of a studio look or a natural light look. I don't think that just because you're pale means that natural light makes you look better. Um, only because we can do a lot of stuff in, in editing. Um, but at the same time, you know, there, look at, you know, all of the famous movie stars that are really pale and all these like editorial um, uh, perfume campaigns that they do, you know, in studio shots and they look great. So I don't think it, you should naturally, you should say that I'm pale, I only do natural light. I don't know, that's just my opinion. Yeah, and you know, again, this, this is something that we've been talking about the whole time is it's also up to you. Right? Like, if yeah. you really think the most confident that you're ever going to feel is if you're in natural light, because every photo that you've seen of yourself, you feel like you look better in natural light, then you need to own that and you need to look at photographers that specialize in taking shots with natural light. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you need to feel like, I am owning this shoot. Yeah. Like, this is who I am. I'm going to look fierce because I know I've set myself up to win um, in this shoot. So, you know, I, I agree with Jason. I think that in pretty much any setting, whatever your skin looks like, you can make it work with lighting and with post mm -hmm. and all of these things. Um, but if you know that walking into a studio that doesn't have natural light is going to set you up to like overthink everything and you're not going to be fully present in the shoot, then you need to then you need to look at headshot photographers who specialize in both, yeah. perhaps, and, and, and try both. Yeah. Um, let's see if let's Alex see. wrote back. No, he just wrote yes. Well, good. Great. Great. <laughs> um, let's see. What is the best kind of shot to market your age? Example, me, 22 years old. Oh, Alex is writing us now. Um, 22 years old who looks 15. Shot to market your age. Yes. Great. So I hear what you're saying, which is you are a full-fledged adult who can drink and die for their country but happens to look like a child and might be playing like Olive Ostrowski all across the country. Great. Um, that's a wonderful, wonderful type and um, is very, very, very useful. I think for me, when it comes to headshots, again, it is the same thing of what do you look like on a daily basis when you're not walking into an audition for Spelling Bee? Mm -hmm. That's who I want to see in the shot. Because when you come into audition, um, we know we know who you are. We know what you're going to bring. Um, or maybe we don't. But again, I need to have a representation of what walked into my space and had a conversation with me as a human and then shut the door, not the person who's just coming in to sing for little Inez. Um, because A, I think that will serve you on more accounts, like different job opportunities, and B, stylizing yourself uh, towards just one thing, I think is probably not the smartest choice to do in a headshot shoot. Would you agree with me on that? Like if like a shot only sells you for one character type or one role? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, I mean we can do we we can do that. We've had requests for that. Like someone said one time they brought like a nurse nurse scrubs and they wanted to take a photo in nurse scrubs. Like sure, we'll do that. You're only going to be seen for nurse. You should only submit that photo maybe for nurses. Not even not even submit that photo. Maybe it's just for your website or something right. like that. But that's like too specific. I would, what I would say to you, Jeannie, is that uh, you should own looking 15. Yeah, I agree. Try, like, as someone who looks a lot younger than their age, like, I for a long time was like, God, I want to play those roles that, you know, the 25 and 30-year-olds are playing. But, and, everyone's, and everyone was like, but Jason, you look like you're 21. Um, so I finally got to the point where I was like, you know what? I, I know that I'm going to play those characters I want to play in years to come. But if you own, if you can own the fact that you look 15 and use it for the next five years, do it. Absolutely. so many parts for you. And this is something I actually talked about on another Office Hours with someone who's a, a pretty well-known actor who um, continues to play, you know, younger parts and talking about whether it's time to, like, change uh, that piece if they're ready to move on to being an adult. And the first thing I always say is, are you consistently working? 
do you like consistently working? If that's the truth, then own what it is that's allowing you to consistently work and then decide, is it worth having six months where we're transitioning to something different? If not, you know, you've got you've to stick to the look. However, when it comes to headshots, if you're owning your age, like if you're owning I look younger, I, I just don't think you need to specifically style yourself in a way to make it look like I'm a child. Do you know, like I, yeah. what I mean, like don't wear, don't like wear, um, what are those things called? Overalls, Overalls. or like wear <laughs> glasses that you don't normally wear, or yeah. like you know part your hair in a specific way that makes you look like a child. If that's not what you really are on a daily basis walking down the street. Right, I agree. Like wear, you know, Jeannie, wear, if you're getting a new headshot taken, wear whatever you feel like wearing. Don't be like, okay, I look 15, I need to dress like a 15-year-old. Dress like 22 and you're going out to the night at the, cl at the club with your girlfriends. Like, you have every right to do that. You're still going to probably look young in the shot, your which is great. Well. Yeah. But which is great. But we'll have an idea based on the outfit that you choose, something that's, you know, flirtatious and you have a necklace on maybe or something like that. That's going to then show us, okay, wait a minute. She looks 15, but she might have a little bit of maturity to her. Right. Or wear, you know, the simple t-shirt thing that we're talking about, like a t-shirt and a mm -hmm. sweater or whatever that is. I and just let who you are today shine through. And if that means, you know, that, that, that you play a 15-year-old a lot, that's great. And that's what we need to see. But it's yeah. not like you're playing a character in your shot. Right, exactly. That's, I think, always the key. Yeah. Um, great. So Alex wrote us back. Seems to be a lot more naturalistic, less makeup, less editing studio shots. I ask because I don't have a shot like this, but get brought in for a lot of British roles. Work that accent work, honey. I, I think that, I don't know if it started in, in England, British, or if it started in the States and it's moving over there, but I do agree that um, it, we're getting more naturalistic. We're, the photos are getting more naturalistic. and. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean natural light. Um, I think a lot of, you can get a lot of natural photos in studio lighting um, yeah. or combined using natural and studio lighting. Um, but yeah, that's what I, as a photographer, I try and, you know, our first um, look for any person is as natural as possible with them. I tell my makeup artist, Morgan, I say, just make them look fresh, fresh face. You know, a little bit of mascara, 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 mascara. <laughs> uh, a little bit of mascara, maybe not even eyeliner, just depending on who they are. You know, what she, what she will do, and I love this about her, is she'll ask what you do on a daily basis, and she basically recreates it for you, but like 10 times better, because that's her job too. Because she's a professional. Because she's a professional. <laughs> but everyone is always taken aback when they look at their face in the mirror, because they're like, whoa. Um, but it just looks clean, clear. And under control, whatever that. Um, cover girl? Yeah. No, maybe. <laughs> clean, clear. clean. Oh, clean and clear. Clean, clear. Oh, yeah. Dead. Spray, spray, spray. <laughs> um, but yeah. What is that? We just we go as natural as possible, and that is that's kind of what we say it for most of it until if like we do go say like we're going out for a night at the clubs, then we'll maybe add a little bit more lip color and maybe some a little bit of smoky eye, but nothing too much to the point where we're really taking you so far to one character type. Um, we're about to end our stream. We have one more question from Connor. It says, so I wear glasses sometimes, not for auditions or headshots. Um, if you wear glasses and it's something that they look like this and they're very specific glasses that you look like maybe like a different human when you take them off your face, I would definitely have a shot with them. Because yeah. if you walk into the room and you wear those glasses and it's a choice for the part that you're you know, doing, you, and you very you look like a completely different human without them. Then you need to have those. You need to have a shot with those. Definitely. Um, if the glasses are not super stylized and you look pretty much the same, eh, whatever. But if you wear glasses regularly, you should have that shot. Yeah, I, I agree. Like for me as an actor, I I wear these glasses all the time. Like it's I I need because they're to, so cute. Well, I need to wear them or I can't see. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, that's so I, I'm always thinking about, okay, am I going, what character am I being called in for? Or what am I submitting for? Okay, do I need to wear my glasses or not? And if I'm not wearing, if it's a character I don't want to wear my glasses for, then I don't submit that headshot. Right. It's but kind if, of common sense, but Yeah, but, but if you you're going to go into it. an audition with glasses, like, and it's either because you need them or for a choice, then you should probably have that headshot. You should absolutely have that headshot. Because I need to know, because there are times where I see 
hundreds of people, like I said, in one day, and we have all these headshots in front of us. And if there's a guy with glasses and you didn't come in with glasses, I'm going to be like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? guy I don't. Who is that guy? And you don't, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Just a thought. All right. We are going to sign off. Um, so I hope you all have a wonderful week. I'm so grateful that you came by today. Thanks, thanks for having me. Um, if you're looking for a wonderful headshot photographer, really, please go check out his stuff. He is tremendous. Jason Moody Photography. You can Google him or click over there, there, wherever it is. Um, and I hope that you all have a wonderful week. As I always say, you guys are tremendous human beings. The work that you do is very special and very difficult. And I am constantly impressed by this community and their gumption and their desire to learn and their desire to grow. If you have any questions for me this week or if you need to get in touch with me, you can always find me at my website, kate-lumpkin.com. Feel free to send me an email at katelumpkincasting at gmail.com and I will be with you as quickly as I possibly can. Um, and like this page for more office hours every week, Sunday, 6 to 7 p.m.